Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Chat GPT has received a lot of attention um, and a lot of controversial attention because on the one hand, there is quite a bit of endorsement. I myself, having been featured in an Insider Business article, um, gave my stamp of approval on ChatGPT because of how advanced this AI is and also how much time it frees up, how much it automates for people. So from that standpoint, it is very um, powerful. There are downsides to a software like chat GPT. And I don't want to mention the stereotypical, like, you know, hire a human type of thing, um, that a lot of creatives especially are incredibly afraid of that chat GPT or really other types of AI software. I recently saw a post by a graphic designer who shared a message from a potential client who said that they were going to find an AI that's going to make their album cover for them. It's not so much for me, like it is very concerning that people are going to chat GPT and other types of AI softwares um, to eliminate like the involvement of a person, I guess. That is very frightening. There are certain things that chat GPT and other similar AI generative startups. Um, I gave this comment to the reporter that fe featured me in the article. However, this comment was not added to the article. There are certain things that it cannot replace. Um, generative AI, I mean, and that's why I'm not really that afraid of it in the sense that like, you know, even if you look at something like AI influencers, right? Like Lil Michaela. Um, if you remember her, she came on the scene like way ahead of her time. Um, this bitch was the original NFT, but there were certain things that like, yes, you know, you can get that AI influencer to like move and talk and dress cool and whatever, but they're not real. They're not a real person. There are certain things that they cannot do that real people can do. There are certain things that will become repetitive and, um, kind of stale that human personality excites and brightens up, for example. Um, so I'm not, I don't really get particularly worried that like AI will replace people and will, will replace creative jobs and things like that. And of course there are some creatives that have to be a little bit more scared for their job than others. Like for example, writers, right? Like, you know, if you wanted to always write a book, but you're not a good writer, like I can see chat GPT, you know, providing some competition against like a ghost writer. 
But at the end of the day, there are certain nuances that humans are able to deliver on that AI simply cannot replace. Um, for example, I, <laughs> I saw an article recently and then a couple TikToks that were dissecting it where um, colleges are seeing an increase in students using chat GPT to write and other similar similar kinds of startups like Copy AI or Jasper AI, um, in writing their essays, um, and so a student responded and created his own startup that tells instructors and professors and teachers whether an essay has been written using generative AI software, and despite the fact that using AI to, to write is like very powerful, right? And it saves a lot of time. And you can also like use the tone of like Viola Davis, for example, or David Lynch or Jimmy Kimmel or Pete Davidson, you know, John Legend, Janelle, Janelle Monet. Like you can use so many different people to implement a specific tone. That's also kind of shoots you in the foot because you aren't using what makes you special to write something, right? So that, like I said, there's certain hu like human nuance that uh, generative AI can't really replace. Um, the thing that did become a little scary for me when I read that students were using AIs to write their essays is when I ended up seeing on LinkedIn, people started to share that they were using AI to write their emails for them. And that's where I was like, fuck, I'm not really scared about the whole, you know, your job's gonna be replaced thing because I just don't believe it. But the possibility of using AI to avoid having to force yourself to interact with people, that is very possible of happening. Which is, you know, it's, it only adds a cherry on the cake. Like we already have dating apps. Dating apps, while a very smart business model, basically is window shopping for people. It doesn't allow you to create connections with people. Same with social media, right? You you can curate yourself. You can present the best version of yourself on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on a dating app. But at the end of the day, it's up to the app other person to get to know you it's up to you to open up and you always have the option of running away of blocking of reporting as spam as de uh, of deleting unmatching you know removing a connection you have all of those different options online that allow you to kind of like run away from a difficult conversation from a vulnerable moment from forming relationships with people and using AI to write your texts for you, to write your Tinder bio, <laughs> to write, um, you know, your resume, your emails, like all of that can force you to not have to learn any of those communication skills. And it can actually even backfire. Like, let's say you got AI to write all of your texts for you that you're using to text to your crush. At some point, you two will have to hang out. And if the voice and the vibe don't match the texts, that's going to be awkward, man. You know, so that's kind of the one thing I worry about is I really hope people won't use or steer 
towards AI so that they can avoid making human connections themselves because it is hard work. (laughs) And we as people have done a lot to automate and to outsource and to hide behind certain resources that can make those connections for us or can allow us to wiggle out of an awkward moment or a difficult conversation um, by hiding behind a screen. We've already done that. (laughs) But if we're hiding behind a screen and we're using AI to interact with people, that to me gets even scarier um, than simply hiding behind a screen, than, than... curating the image of yourself when you no longer start to communicate as yourself and you're outsourcing that communication to a piece of software that's going to become very difficult I mean we're already a very disconnected world you know with like the increased curation of social media but also with the pandemic that definitely kind of separated us and I think everybody wants connection but we also at the same time have a little bit of difficulty doing it um it's not something that first of all we get taught like it's something that happens through experience right and I'm no expert okay this ain't like some self-help Sunday service thing but it's just something I was thinking about that I didn't mention to the reporter that actually like if she's listening hi Marta um (laughs) If anybody's a reporter that's listening to this and is interested about writing on continuing to write on generative AI startups, like including the fact that it can become a dangerous tool in the in terms of outsourcing human interaction, that's something I definitely worry about. So, I don't know, I'm kind of curious as to your thoughts on generative AI and how you see them playing a role in like your career or your relationships or just like our world in general. Um, I know a lot of creatives have messaged me in response to the article that I shared that I was featured in and we were saying that, you know, they are really scared for their jobs and they're scared like that this can kind of replace um, a lot of creative professionals, which again, I totally valid. I completely understand. I, I disagree, but I understand where that concern is coming from, especially writers. Like I, that is definitely more concerning to me than maybe some other types of professions. But yeah, I'm kind of curious if anybody else found it concerning that it could possibly become a way for us to avoid having to connect with people ourselves. So anyway, it's just something to think about. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at KateMob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.